video too i didn't think about that when i just hit record is that easy to separate out yeah it's it'll okay. be separate which I, I mean the whole thing we were just talking about it, it helps to if this vibe yeah. helps yeah yeah visuals. okay hey guys welcome to the first and only video cast podcast where you won't see the video <laughs> yeah <laughs> um welcome to this week's episode of woo as fuck so um we just decided to start recording mid-chat because we're, we can't stay on topic. And last week we tried to do a cozy episode and that got real heavy. And I still haven't edited it yet because I lost power today. I don't um, feel heavy energy today either. It couldn't happen if it tried. Try and hit me with so. it. I'm in the clouds. You started <laughs> laughing so hard. At, I said that I'd never been to a, a guest at a baby shower. I'm, <laughs> I'm always the person planning it. And then she just started cackling. Because like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> No, you guys don't even know though. Tell them about your games. Okay, so then, so so it started with that. I was crying. I was literally, I was laughing so hard. Okay, this guy Tyler's Tarot that I watch, um, it's he's so funny when he laughs because he, every time he goes, no, I'm gonna pass out. I'm gonna pass out because <laughs> he can't get air, <laughs> and that started happening. And I was like, oh, this is what he means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt high, um, but because uh, Megan's like, of course she, of course that would be her, but then she follows it up with. Oh, yeah, they were. <laughs> what was it like when you plan a baby shower? Oh, um, so I basically pick a theme for it because everything needs to be like branded because a designer, that's like what you do. And then I don't remember all of the exact games because it's been a while since I've done it. But like your standard, like I think there was like drawing on diapers and then I had like some word scrambles and then like guessing games and stuff for like weights and all of that and then um one thing was like they we did like an eight an alphabet thing and then everybody had to draw for a letter and then you could combine it into a book so then when that baby is born and it's time for them to start learning their alphabet they have like cousin joe bob drew a zebra and now they get to learn about zebras from that and that's what they're gonna think zebras look like some of these were bad but, that's what I was thinking. Like, that would be so funny. It's like, that's just Joe Bob. Don't worry about that, honey. That's not what zebras look like. <laughs> Which, by the way, like. this is the world's most cozy cast of all time. Because I just realized my dryer is going, you guys, <laughs> in the background. So let me go take care of that. Because that's going to be annoying for the dryer. Editing Megan will be able to hear. My gosh. We should talk about my... Okay, there was a previous... I, I will turn that off in just a second, guys. But... um. Or editing, Megan, I will turn that off in just a second. But uh, we recorded a podcast one time where I could just hear the clinking bell of my cat's collar hitting the water dish as I was listening to the episode back. And I was like, how did I not hear that as it was happening? And I could hear editing Megan being like, oh, what is that? <laughs> I thought that you right had back. like jewelry on. And I'll just talk while you're gone. Um, I thought that you had jewelry on and you were like tapping. Because sometimes when you get really into a topic, you're just like, I only have one piece of jewelry. So that's the best I can do. And um, sometimes I cut it out. Sometimes I like will take the time and I'll really like remove stuff to the best of my ability if you're actively talking when it like beep 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 I, there's not much i can do with that i'm That's not a exactly professional what it sounded like wait do that again 
That's exactly what it sounded like. Wow, what a perfect <laughs> replica. That's crazy. No wonder you thought it was like jewelry or something. Yeah. Um, um, but can we just take a moment? Lissa just got to turn her dryer off. I, my, I got to turn my dryer off. I got to turn my dryer off, you guys. That's a, that's a, it's been, let me think, um, 2015 was the last time I had access to my, I mean, I don't own it. It's not my dryer, but, um, you have but access I'm to in-house, to in-house dryer, man. Oh man. Oh man. I'm so grateful that I went so many years without one because it really makes it when you get it back. I, I, I did trade it for a dishwasher though. So no more dishwasher, but I'd rather have a washer dryer than a dishwasher for sure. I enjoy washing the dishes. It's very meditative. Um, we didn't have a washer and dryer for a really long time. And, um, cause we weren't, we couldn't afford an apartment with a washer and a dryer. Come on. Um, and even when we were renting a house, we didn't have a washer and dryer. Cause there was, there was literally a laundromat down the street. Like, we could be there in two seconds. So, um, but at that time we were working for a company where you were required to wear a white button down shirt and a tie and pants. I'm sure if you guys might be able to figure that out. That's a very popular uniform. And, um, we both worked there and someone had left a pen in the dryer and ruined these shirts and you had to wear that specific shirt that they had issued even though we were in like a warehouse no one saw us but we still had to wear the uniform every day and they ruined all of our clothes so the very next week we went and bought a washer and dryer from a buy here pay here or no not a buy here like a rent a center and we paid like however much a month because we couldn't afford to just get like a washer and dryer outright so we paid way too much money and we still have that washer and it has been like 10 years. Um, we have repaired the washer. Like just earlier this year, I had like we had to take it apart and replace a bunch of stuff in it. But it's been it's been a part a few times. And the dryer we have currently is like from the 80s because when we moved into this house, it has a gas dryer and we had an electric dryer. And uh, but my husband had a coworker who needed an electric dryer, but he had a gas dryer and it was perfect timing. So we just switched. How do you, okay, I'm, nobody judge me. This judgment-free zone. How do you know if it's gas or electric? Um, if it's a gas dryer, it'll have like a gas line. Like, you mean on the dryer? No, sure. Looking at the lines, however, because I have a, a question for you about my dryer, um, which I actually had this morning. So the fact that we're somehow on this topic of conversation is pretty insane because um, I was going to YouTube it. But the question is about how to clean out the lint trap because I feel like it's a dangerous trap and it should be cleaned appropriately. And my little, I have a button, button, that's what I'm going to say. There's a light that says clean the lint thing, which I did, but the lint thing is just a little janky. So you can't really clean it completely. And I'm wondering, how do you like get in there and clean it real good? But then you made me think, well, I don't even know if it's gas or electric. How would I know? Um, in the back, there would be a gas line that runs to it. So, and those are usually like this, this round, um, visually, like, like a quarter and um, copper. Versus just, oh, no wonder people Versus just that. it like plugging in. The wall. Got yeah. it. I'm pretty and, uh, sure They'll it's... both have a vent that goes out through the back. It's like a metal, soft metal sort of. Um, and that'll go out through the back 
of the house and um, you can also check there for lint you can just vacuum it out oh vacuum it there we go i wouldn't have even thought of that if you had like huh. a shop fact that would probably be better but yeah i don't oh, so have one you don't megan doesn't have a shop back no what that surprises me if i had a garage i would definitely have one i don't have a garage <gasps> i have a carport and a shed i didn't know you don't have a garage my husband would love a garage but we when we bought this house we could not be super picky about what options were available to us time out i hear another sound issue but i want to hear more about your house in one second tell them about your house what about um that, i don't know the fact that you own it and the fact that um Weren't you 23 when you bought it? That's kind of a 22. Big deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, sure. Uh, I'm not editing out the uhs. Editor Megan, do you hear me? You sometimes get really self-conscious about the amount of times that you say and and um. And this is a casual thing. So don't even worry about saying and and um. Okay. I didn't talk about anything. I just talked to Editor <laughs> Megan. Well, yeah, Editor Megan's going to be so prevalent in this episode. So talk about timeline work. Editor Megan, hi, future Megan that's editing this episode. You've been here this whole time because as we just hit record. So I think a little backstory is important. This is what we're like every single time before we record. This is what we do. We are usually, we do this for about an hour and we have video. So we're looking at each other. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, let's just hit record because this is clearly what the day is going to be like. And uh and I had my dryer going, my dryer and my fan on the loudest setting in my bedroom. So at the beginning of this episode, editing Megan's going to be like, oh my gosh, goodness gracious. And just now she might be starting to relax. So so editor Megan, um, I just, I'm going to talk about my workflow. If you guys also edit stuff, this is what I do. It's a minimal uh, workflow, but basically I pull in the audio clips. I pull in the intro music and the outro music and um then i line it all up so intro and then i go into each of our audio files i have um presets for each of us based on our voices that i think are pretty good they could probably be better but they're pretty good that i run and that's like a parametric equalizer and a broad broadcast filter that makes us sound really like fancy and good and I isolate the um, like a, an area of time where like it's not muted and I can just hear like ambient noise for either of us and do a noise reduction process. So that'll probably get your dryer and stuff. And I do that as soon as I get the files in there. So sometimes I don't I would I wouldn't have ever even heard it, you know. Um, and then I go through and I listen to it. I look for gaps. Ums. Or um, if we're like, sometimes I, I'm really guilty of it. I get stuck on a word and I'll start a sentence twice. So I cut out one of those times. You're sweet. That's me 5,000 <laughs> times, please. Oh my God, that's me every time. Or starting a sentence and then not finishing that sentence and then starting the second sentence. And do you know what I mean? Like I do that all the time. I get that from my mom. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then if either of us have to like step away, I obviously cut that out. Or if it's like, hey, there's a plane. You guys don't know about the planes. 
<laughs> Here's a thought. I just had a thought. Um, who knows? But how cool would it be? What if what if the reason we're like editing Megan is because what if we ooh, this would make you cringe. What if we didn't edit this episode at all? And then what you're hearing is you listening to it back when you actually publish it, and then you didn't take any of the sounds out, so you could just hear it all. I'd still want to put the intro and outro on it and um Can you do that without what if it was like a surprise, like one of those surprise uh, airheads that are white and you don't know the flavor? What if we just, what if today's episode, this is kind of a fun vibe. What, I'm a, in a weird mood today. What if we just released it, like you put in the intro and the outro, but then we just released it and the first time we heard it was after it was already released. That would be so fun. I can do that. Especially um, with all I, the sounds. <laughs> and like as soon as we finish this episode, I will just immediately throw it into Adobe Audition and do that and then it'll be edited. Um, even though I haven't edited last week's episode yet. There you go. Well, you'll be a week ahead. We can edit. Well, this one has no rhyme or reason to it. You can publish this one and then have another whole week to edit the other one and then just start your weekend early. Oh, that actually would be awesome. Yeah, let's do that. Let's Let's do that. Let's do that. It's supposed to be posted today, um, but then I lost power for a couple of hours and um, I have had a really crappy week i'm actually i'm gonna fully own up to this hey person that like reached out to me for a flyer design and i haven't responded to your email this week um i've been busy as fuck and then every time i go to think about emailing you back um i get really anxious because it's been like too long and then it gets longer that i haven't emailed you back and then i get more anxious about it and um i really want to do your design and i kind of like don't want to charge you for it i think that's where i keep getting like the delay on it for me because i haven't charged anyone for design outside of my full-time marketing agency job where i do design all day every day um for design at all in 2022 because i took a really long break from doing like personal client work and i know it's only like a hundred dollars and it's a flyer and a business card and i really want to do it for you but um i have been really anxious about responding to you and then um it's because i haven't exchanged money for anything and i just want to do it for free and so i'm just going to email you and tell you hey i'm sorry that i'm like a week late and i suck but i just want to do this for free because it's going to take me like two days and 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 i'm sorry but i'm just going to own up to it I'm calling you out though, because I've been there before and I think you want to do it for free so that there's no pressure or commitment attached to it. So that you can You're just right. be like, la 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 la, like I'll do it when I do it, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But also, like, yeah, of course, of course that would be preferred because then you can, and but it, it also makes for a better product. It also makes, yeah. you know what I mean? Because then you can actually enjoy it. Well, which is, it's fine, but also like, I think that, yeah, I think that, um, I think that for a while the universe has kind of been nudging you to do design work for yourself, (laughs) not like for other, you know what I mean? It's like, I know exactly what I need to be doing. I just can't convince myself to fucking do it because, um, I just like, I have to be in front of a camera for some of it. Like I know I have to be, um, not for like social reasons or anything like that's just like, it feels like that is a, a component of it. And um, because the whole thing is I do whatever the fuck I want to do, but I, I do capture it for other people to experience it. And if I want to teach something, I teach something. But mostly it's just like me, like, hey, I want to do this project. And then if it happens to be something that can be online and be sold, 
cool. If it's not, that's also cool, but it's just about me doing whatever I want to do. And then you guys get to hang out with me. And sometimes it might be like designy. Sometimes it might be uh, educational. Sometimes it might be like, hey, I'm going to connect a thousand um, like uh, furry fake, fake butterflies, moths in- together and make a hat out of it. I don't know what it is. It's just whatever I want to do. And I know it involves a video component. And then I get really self-conscious. Um, okay, two things. One, this feels like uh, when I do one-on-one sessions, because sometimes people will talk about a thing. and um, It's not the thing? No, no. It's like um, there's people talking in the background. I love today's vibe so much. It's a, we don't give a fuck is the name of today's episode. Um, so someone's painting the house right now. It's going through all kinds of transitions, which is great. Um, no, people will be talking about a thing as though it's a dream or a desire. And the, I don't know how to explain it. Like, um, sometimes it'll be way off in the future. Sometimes it'll be in the not so distant future. I don't really, I can't really sense the time with it, but it's like, it's already there. Mm -hmm. Like the energy of it. Like, and you, you, you can tap into that too, right? It's like, wow. She's talking about it like she needs to create it, but it's already done. It's like already, I don't know, when when you're tapping into like timeline and I'm not getting into the my channels like, oh, I'm like, fuck now. Nope, not today. Um, but uh, yeah, it's like already there. It's already there. Um, what I was thinking too would was um, these thoughts that you have about being on camera because I watch so many tarot readers where I never see their face. I yeah. just see their hands doing tarot. So like for sure, yeah, the camera is involved, but also it wouldn't have to be for a while. And we could also like what we're doing right now, having you on camera while we're talking, we can start recording the podcast this way so that you're more like comfortable. I don't care about being on camera for you. I don't care about being on camera for the podcast. <laughs> I don't care about being on camera for the Patreon. I don't put on makeup. Um, I don't brush my hair. There are a lot of there are a ton of Patreon videos out there where I haven't showered that day. Um, and that's fine. Just- what if you use the Patreon as like a little, um, yeah. you know, what if it just, because it could always turn in, I mean, fuck, I have my own, I have my own Patreon, like, uh, separate from our woo is uh, fuck one, because if it ever, like, if our Patreon ever took off with the stuff that you're doing, you could just change the name and turn it into your own Patreon, you know what I mean? I don't. Although you would want like a Discord or something, huh? Yeah, so if I were to do my own Patreon, I have a Sorry, very still- specific idea of what that would be. Um, and basically, um, I want to do like a newsletter. That's like a silly, goofy little newsletter that's just, again, whatever I want it to be. It's like like data of the week or hyperfixation of the week or I made this cool thing, look at it. Um and I want to, like, you get the newsletter and um, for, like, the lowest tier. And then you get, like, extra bonus content for tiers above it. And then I want, like, a big tier that um, I have digital products and you get access to the digital products. Oh, my God. 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 Like, instead of buying them individually, you get access to, like, the whole library for 25 a month or whatever. I'm having a vision. I have no idea if this is possible. Can you make this possible? In this newsletter, I'm seeing Harry Potter. Um, like their news, follow me here. Like, like, you know how their newspapers, their, um, the people are like coming to life and like doing things. What if your newsletter was like the same newsletter, but then depending on the tier, it had like hyperlinks and like, depending on the tier, the newsletter would get more interactive and there would be more things available 
and like even with uh shopping or whatever or not i don't know i'm in a mood today but um, that just felt yeah, like cool, can, like there's like deeper layers of dimension to the newsletter depending on the tier like if it's just the first tier one dimension second tier two dimensions three tiers three dimensions like of the same newsletter yeah so the, there's like the one page front and back style for the mm -hmm. basic and then the next yeah. one gets like a an extra section or whatever of it like um that's actually not even what i mean like i mean literally dimensions like um this is why it's cool to talk about forget newsletters it's just cool it's a cool idea like um like first tier front and back pdf second tier now there's hyperlinks to certain things you're talking about within that document so you can actually click around and get taken mm -hmm. places third tier now when you're getting taken places you can actually uh get access to products that you can like have mailed to you or whatever. So that's what I mean by like dimension. So like first dimension, you're just looking at something. Second dimension, you're interacting and getting taken places. Third dimension, you're having something like delivered to you that's a physical product that you can like hold. Yeah, but I don't want to do a physical product. Right, no, well, I know, yeah, we just had a whole conversation about that. Yeah. Fuck physical products. But um, I just meant, wouldn't that be cool in terms of like dimension? That's why I was thinking Harry Potter because they like come out and pop out and move and get all freaky. Well, interactive is easy. I mean, I've done like full interactive because um, I worked for this place and they wanted to do a kiosk. I do interactive PDFs all day, every day. Um, but um, they wanted to do this kiosk to where like you click on a button and it would show the product and it would show like more about the project. And you can click through and like look at the product. And InDesign is not designed to make things that interactive. It should have been a web app. And I told them we could code this out and make it into a web app. And it would be so much better for this kiosk for this furniture company. And they're like, no, it needs to be a PDF. PDFs aren't designed to be like websites that you click through. Um, and it was super impressive. The fact that I was able to do it is so cool. Um, but it never should have been a thing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It, but you made it a thing. Excuse me. Yeah, I made it I a like thing. that you made it a thing. It's like, forget about making things easier. Let's take hard things and just stick with them until they're done. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. And I'm the master of just like figuring it out. Like earlier this week, I have, um, I don't want to like give specifics about work, but I had a project at work that was the, our client was informed that like, hey, we do this thing and we don't have anybody to do the thing. And I was told, hey, we need you to do this thing. And I was like, uh, okay, it's animation. And I know how to do, I know how to like animate a little bit, but I'm not super amazing at animation. I've not had a lot of experience with it. I'm probably better than most designers because that's not our job to animate things because people just think like designer does everything. And no, there's, there's different subsects. So there's like a visual designer, there's a layout designer, there's a brand designer, there's a web designers, web developers, there's animators, there's motion graphic people, and animators and motion graphic people are different people. I'm just Are you gonna make a movie? Because you clearly know how to produce an animated movie. Look at you knowing all the pieces. <laughs> hmm. I wanna watch your movie. Um and uh, any, they're all different people, and people seem to think that like you, you make pretty, so you can make you can make all the pretties. And so at my job, I do web design, 
I do development. I do a bunch of layout design and ads and graphics. And sometimes they want like custom illustrations. And now apparently I had two animation projects this week and I'm not an animator. Wait, but maybe you are. I what if it's a lot of work? It's do you so like much it? work. If, if you I were don't doing have a timeline. Thing? Yeah. Um, hey, I just had a thought that I want to point out um, because there's it's so clear. Like when you're talking about the thing that you do, it's like, but we've been talking about this for years at this point, right? The way that I see it, I'm not going to say it out loud because it's not in alignment with how you see it, but I see this thing. And uh, when Megan talks about her stuff, that is uh, the way that I see it. It's like symbols. Um, well, I'll say it out loud, whatever it doesn't, because it's not the actual thing. I see a, ow, I smacked myself. I see a warehouse, like a like a imagine like an Amazon shipping fulfillment center, uh, speaking of not selling products, but um, but that's the image I get for the thing that Megan's creating, um, which is a symbol meaning a whole bunch of things. It's not, it doesn't mean like she's going to have a warehouse or that she's even selling a physical product. It's just a bunch of stuff and like a bunch of people involved in all kinds of different ways. And, um, but my question is, so much. yeah, I know that's why, so that's why much. I didn't want to say it. That's why I don't want to say it. But also, um, oh, the other people. Yeah. Not like that. Not like that. I actually think, I actually think the reason I see the other people is because like, let's say, um, you know, it's not like what you think. It's like, imagine if you had a downloadable PDF and um, and that downloadable PDF teaches somebody how to do something, and then they take that thing and go with it and teach it to other people. More like that, like all kinds of different people involved through the service that you're providing in the things that you're teaching, um, not necessarily working for you in any capacity, although I'm sure that could happen if you wanted it to. Um, what time would you have to work on this stuff is what I was thinking, because you work full time. You work full time and then we do this and we do this for hours and we've already cut back our hours with this switching back the podcast with the Patreon every other week. I love week. switching them back and forth. Me too. It makes it so much. But we talk for like an hour. That's why we hit record every time before we record. We talk for like an hour. When would you have time to do any of this stuff? I know that's the that's a big factor in it for me because I finally have a work-life balance. I finally, yeah. my entire adult life, have never had a work-life balance. I finally have one. Um, I work, I get off work. Um, I usually will do a little bit of tidying up and then I make dinner or sometimes my partner makes dinner and then we eat and we hang out and we have fun and it's, it's good and no stress, no worries when it comes to that stuff. And so adding in these things, cause I have so many things I want to do involves me having to use up evenings or weekends. And I already like, cause I have half days on Fridays which is awesome. I love that. I work a little bit over during the week and then I have a four day, like our whole company does this. It's not just me. So we work nine hours or it's flexible. You just have to make up four hours throughout the week. So if you wanted to do like a 12 hour day, you could, but, um, and then on Fridays it's a half day. And then a whole hour of that day is just us as a company hanging out and it's super awesome. But <laughs> the other half of my day is this. And I love that. And I love having the space to do it. But I don't have a block of time. I think, dude, I think we should just turn it into the Patreon. Like, meaning, like I would be a participant, but it's already it's already so sloppy over there. Meaning, like we don't like it's just kind of all over the place, right? We have like we have like five or six patrons, 
and one of them is your mom. And well, she's and- she's the best patron. Like, don't get me wrong, <laughs> she is the best one. My number one fan. Yeah, she. Um, wait, that's not what I meant to say. Um, what? Yeah, that's my point. Is so it's like it's like a playground, right? And everybody yeah. over there, like, let's be real. It, to my understanding, it feels like the majority of our patrons are just people who really support us and support what we're doing, and they're they care less about the content we create and more about. Uh, like uh, just wanting to support us in any way they can. So, um, and because you'll, this thing already exists. Like like, it's here. I'm uh, like pointing to nothingness in my room. It's here, but but it's just not here yet. So that will make sense to most of you. Um, What if we, because we have this block of time every Friday and it would also make it more interesting for the podcast, meaning um, because we could like carry that over into the podcast. Uh, I'm thinking of the enchantment episode that we did, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm drinking out of my mug that I, that we enchanted. I feel like that was very well received, like more so than our readings over there. And yes. um, what if you just like, what if we, what if you taught me cool things? I haven't even done a tarot since that day that I accidentally ruined my favorite deck. <gasps> you, ru- you, know no, you, ruin it? you ruined it? You ruined it? Your galactic deck? Yeah, my galactic deck is ruined and I need to replace it. It would be so easy to replace it, but I've been like really, like it almost feels like it's. Well, maybe we need to not do tarot for a bit. Maybe we need to do other things. Maybe you're being guided into other directions like crafty crafts. I just accidentally uh, covered (laughs) like three of my decks in water, but only one was really hurt. The others were fine. I remember at the time too. I was like, "It's activating it. It's it's good. It's good for the deck." It's like, no, the deck's like, mm, that's not activating. It's activating my death. <laughs> yes, it's activating the ink on my. Um, oh no! Uh, really though, like, think of all the. Does that excite? Well, we'll know if it's the right thing because, like, are you excited when you think about that? If you feel like relief and excitement, then that's a gigantic yes, right? If you feel like, I don't think Whoa. that it necessarily has anything to do with what I want long term, but I think it has something to do with unblocking the energy. Yeah, that does. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I think that it would be fun if instead of us doing readings every other week, we do something else. Anything. Anything. Like, Wouldn't that be fun for the podcast too, though? Like, I'm think like think about that. Like, then we pop up and it's like, oh my god, I made a brew pot and my whole house smells like piss because I didn't, I improvised and used lemons when Megan said to use cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, but it could be like a mundane magic series or something else, or because it would also like from a friendship perspective, like it would feel like it would just bring us closer because it's like we like are hanging out with an interactive thing, which is your. Fa- which is your favorite thing to watch anyways. Mm-hmm. So of course it's going to be something that's fun to create. And it's a world that I'm not really part of that I would love to learn more about. Because yeah. so Megan and I were talking about lives and um, and like it's hilarious because I have I the only platform that I have that's substantial is on TikTok where there's the, the opera. I've never gone live on my TikTok so You platform. went live once on someone else's. And thank God there was like two or three people watching and one of them was my mom. And it was the best. I felt bad for the person who was interviewing me. But from my perspective, I was like, oh, thank God. Because <laughs> it made me feel comfortable. But um, but it would help me because I would love to go live. I would love to go live on TikTok. But I also, I don't know how Are we doing it wanted- live? 
No, no, no. I'm just saying it that ener- it, that unblocks my energy too. Oh, it so unblocks yeah, your yeah, energy yeah. for creating things. It unblocks my energy because it's more interactive and um, and we, we could go some- live. We could. We you have- and I could go live together on TikTok, and I think that that would uh, that would like lubricate the. Yeah the mechanism that we could then take that series into TikTok live and then, and people, come on, people would love that. People would love that. I have a, a base that would be super interested in that, but also I'm just a scaredy pants. So I'm, I don't know how do, can you like, how do people do that? They just, like just comments, 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 comment. Like whenever I have a video, I haven't had a video that goes has gone viral in terms of I think viral means over a million views. So I've no, I haven't had that at all. But um, but when the comments start happening, I get I'll just stop. I'll just stop. I'll stop. Like if it uh, like there's like a cutoff point for me where um, I will attempt to address every single comment with like intention. And be like, yes, I want to be accessible and I want you to see that I'm seeing what you're saying and I appreciate that there's feedback on my content and it's like makes it an energy exchange and this is fun until it hits a certain point where there's a bunch of comments and then I just won't even look at it. I won't open it. I won't open it because then I won't feel bad about the comments I didn't respond to because I won't ever see them. Um, So then the thought of going live and having it be in real time, I just don't understand how people manage that. I guess they have moderators, but like, how does that work? (laughs) Where'd you get them? How did it happen? So first and foremost, whenever you do lives, the more realistic expectation for the way it looks is that you have an audience of one or two people. And that honestly is harder to manage than an audience of like 40,000 people. So whenever you're doing a live stream and you don't have any sort of audience at all, or it's like one or two people and they're just lurkers, um, which, hi, I'm team lurker for everything. I rarely engage. Um <laughs> So you have to basically be entertaining and engaging and not just like say you're doing like a Twitch stream and you're doing art, right? So um, you could just sit there and quietly draw art, but no one's going to just sit there and watch you draw the art without some sort of communication. So you're really building community and like connection. So when you're doing it, you want to be like, all right, so today's prompt is this. And you kind of talk through and, oh, his nose looks a little funny. Let's fix it. And like you're basically narrating what you're doing. And then you also ask questions and engage with your audience. Like, hey, I'm watching this movie or this series and it's really cool, but I think this character is a real bitch. And then they, like your people are like, yeah, she's a real bitch. Um, And you get to (laughs) this Dude, Um, well, you can go live on Patreon, right? Like I don't, I'm not ready to do this now. Let me just be super clear. Melissa is not ready to go live. However, I'm I'm down to go live on other people's platforms, yeah. but um, but down the line we could. That would be so fun. So Wouldn't we it? can't go live on Patreon, but we can go live where only the patrons have access to it. Right, like YouTube or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be great, and then eventually that can. Flow. I feel like that would um, the the way that I see that energy flowing. Tell me if this makes sense to you. Is that hi? Every, welcome to our business meeting. It's like I forget that we're even recording a podcast right now. Um. But uh, but the way that it looks to me is like the energy flows in through um, through the podcast and through like a TikTok live where we're doing lives and then they want to find you doing these things outside of the TikTok live and then they can find you because I'm not it's like, do you know what I mean? Like, um, how does how do I explain this? Like, I'm listening to Lisa and Megan's podcast and they're talking about mundane magic, 
which by the way, you guys, I just decorated my house yesterday. Sorry, let me go off on a tangent real quick because I've had a lot of coffee. Um, I was decorating my house last night and I made everything like put crystals everywhere in special places and like did it in a very particular way. And I was like, why don't we like our child selves would love this shit. Like what? Like, why don't like, okay. So I have this mirror box, like that's mirrors on all sides and it has a, like a Buddha palm on top. I forget what that's called. And, um, I'll put a picture of this on our Patreon for you guys to see. And I like, I put crystals and like, I have this beautiful necklace that, uh, Jess got for me, my, my soul sister who it's like a Moldavite necklace with a Herkimer diamond, probably saying that wrong. And, uh, and it just all looks so pretty on this mirror box. And I just couldn't stop thinking about my seven-year-old, six-year-old, five-year-old self would be like, oh, she's a princess. <laughs> Whoever has these things is a princess. And it's like, why aren't we, why have I never taken the time to, anyways. So point being, I would like hear us talking about this on this podcast. And I would be like, well, I want to see them do those things. I want to see them work with crystals or do fun magic or whatnot. Then I'd tap into our live stream and then I would see you teaching me how to like make a brew pot. And then I'd be like, wait, I want to know how to do that. And then I could go buy your cookbook or whatever. Your brew, buy pot, your cookbook. Cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> brew pot cookbook. That has to exist, right? Um, oh, it totally has to. I think that I would struggle with anything that would involves like a recipe because I'm, I'm so intuitive when it comes to that stuff. It's not yeah. like... Um, I'm doing a luck pot and a luck pot has like three quarters of a teaspoon of this and like one half cup of this item. No, usually in the moment I'm like, mm, I don't know, this feels right. And I do that. <laughs> and so, Me too. And then my whole house smells like piss. <laughs> I did that. Well, it helps uh, that I cook a lot. So I actually, I know uh, like about like yeah. flavors going together and stuff. So I do have that like base um, intuition. I cannot wait for you to come. I hope that you come. Of course I will. Absolutely. Well, yeah. I think that that's part. I think that this is a part of that, right? Um, I think that the the thing we did with P P the fairy, not P as in pissed, because <laughs> I'm saying not so close the together. Thing that we did for our OnlyFans with the P. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> god. You know, Jessa Jessa Reed. Oh my god, I reached out to her because um, I I kept seeing her um, two cup method thing which yeah. by the way check that out google two cup method if you want to do a timeline jump and p the fairy if you want to do timeline jump stuff as well and uh and i was like how did you not name this one girl two cups and she's like oh i, I did wait way back when it was like first a thing i was like oh damn it <laughs> i remember her saying one girl two cups and um mormon and the method yes yeah yeah that would make sense i love i loved that pot that is probably one of my favorite podcasts of all time like i it's like so i love everything she's doing really now good. But also, um, man, just so much respect because to um, I just uh, like I understand what it would be like to be in a situation where you're just having fun with someone and creating something and you're not even thinking about how it's going to be a big thing. And, and then all these people are going to know you. And then it's like, oh, my God, now my most open, raw and vulnerable moments are like, you mean like pod. what we're doing? Oh, shit, that's true. <laughs> but that's okay, because we're small right now. Yeah, we're <laughs> small right now. People are watching our stuff. Oh, my God. Well, they but are to a degree. But We could, um, be, we could be like, um, I don't know, like last podcast or some other big like stuff you should know or some other big podcast and like five years down the road. And people are like, have you guys heard like the bootleg original <laughs> release of when uh, Megan quit her job? 
And then uh, when Alyssa could only see black and didn't know what was happening <laughs> and kept having panic attacks after she was coming home from trips. <laughs> we have that like someone has like a downloaded copy of that one time we tried to do a, a video podcast the first time oh and God. it got like accidentally a little political. That was so so we I will never forget that too because it was like wow the energy was Mind just you. shifting us in such a it was a bad time in the world but someone's gonna have that on their computer and be like passing it around groups because they're like the, it's like the woo as fuck fan group that we're not in part of because it's four hundred thousand members oh god <laughs> yeah you know I um I recently so my TikTok uh, I made all of my time travel stuff so um. It's really not anything super fantastic, right? We all, we are all infinite beings that, and I'm not, we're not going, sorry, my channel is like, do you want to talk? No, I don't. Um, we're all infinite beings, right? That have infinite lives. And so, of course, when you remember future lives, it's like past lives, blah, blah, blah. Um, I made all those private or for mutuals only, those videos where I'm talking about future past lives because um, because of that. But I'm just thinking, like, that's what's so cool about TikTok, though, because um, I'll be the first one to admit, like, I go through and doctor my feed all the time because... I have so many videos, so many videos. And what's cool about TikTok is you can go in and, and change it to where it's just you or it's just you and friends or it's everyone, right? And depending on me at any given time, I'm like, this feels like my vibe right now. And then there's all this catalog of library to choose from that feels like it's an accurate reflection of me in this moment. And different me's are a different reflection of me in the moment. So I change it up all the time. And sometimes I don't care that I'm talking about things that uh, would make me seem crazy to strangers. And other times I do. But my point with all of this is that individuals, well, I guess like myself and what we're doing right now. And also like Jessa Reed with uh, with uh, Mormon and the Method, which is such a good, it's such a good, the two of them together, like what they created is just magical it was a really my- like beautiful and vulnerable dynamic and it was really cool to see like because it was like literally during a growth process and they were yeah. i listened to that i remember i was really into going to the gym at the time because i hated myself um not that there's anything wrong with going to the gym that's not what i mean at all i mean like <laughs> i was going through a phase where i like was struggling with my self-image and i wasn't able to accept myself um and i was it really in my feelings at the time and I started going to the gym like every single morning before work and that was what I was listening to and it helped me like not that they talked about body image but like the that vulnerability in that place kind of helped me oh hugely yeah that's that, that was I uh that was how I learned which was so funny too because she talks so much about like there was an episode uh, uh like like, oops, I'm codependent or guess who's codependent or something like that, that I was listening to when I was very much in denial of my own active codependency. So, so much of what she went through, I then went through like a year or two later afterwards when I didn't realize that I was actually in that process as I was listening to it. And I feel like a lot of us went through those phases. Um, Like we were all in some collective wave. What a shit show that all was 2018 to 2020. Like, oh my God. How was your 2018? I don't remember. Okay, where was I in 2018 in my life? Um, 
2019 was when I had two surgeries. Um, Wait, you had two? Because I had some uh, weird medical stuff going on in 2019, too, where I thought I might need surgery at one point. I, I don't I remember 2018 off the top of my head. But mm-hmm. I do know in 2019, I um, I had been telling the doctors that something was wrong with my thyroid for a really long time. And they wouldn't listen to me. And then my thyroid, like, I developed a literal goiter. Like, not just, like, a, like a little boop, boop. No, like, it was, like, I couldn't breathe. And it was, like, extruding several inches from my neck. Um, and they were, like, oh, you're fat. And I was, like, I can't breathe. <laughs> and then it turned out he had, like, petrified. And they, it was so big that they had to do two surgeries to remove it. Um. And they thought that I had thyroid cancer, but I didn't have cancer, so that was super cool. Um, even if I did have cancer, though, the solution to thyroid cancer is you remove it, so that it would have been fine. Um, and then I had a surgery in October, and then another one in December, I think. And um, now I have this fun scar, which I actually like like my scar because it looks like like I like was like I had my like I. I have a story, you know, kind of like a, like a face scar, you know, like there's a story. Yeah. Except for the story is I paid like $4,000 to a hospital. <laughs> That's wild though, that you, that we have the same experience in different energy centers because um, in 2009, well, 2018 through 19, um, I kept getting recurrent UTIs and the same thing. I was going to the doctor and they're like, no, it's just a UTI. I'm like, That's not what this is. That's not what this is. Like, I've had those before. That's not what this is. And they're like, no, nah, that's totally what it is. And I literally, I can't even believe this. Literally, the doctor told me, there's nothing we can do. Um, you need a referral for a specialist. And I was like, well, can you give me a referral for a specialist? And she's like, no, because we have to have on record that um, these antibiotics and current treatment didn't work enough times to be able to send you to a specialist. And I was like, so I don't understand. What do I do? She's like, well, the next time this comes back, um, come see me. And then after a couple times of that, then I can refer you to it. I was like, are you fucking kidding so i seriously have to pay money to see you to get antibiotics that don't work so that i can get referred to a specialist and go through that process multiple times and she was like yeah yep, yeah yep. luckily i would like to point out i had incredible health insurance at the time because of the company that i work for so thank you to that individual who employed me in that company at that time i couldn't have done that without you i have to pay for my medicine out of pocket because um i did like a year and a half of the standard levothyroxine that everybody's on if you have thyroid stuff. And it was not working for me. I literally was not absorbing it. I like my thyroid levels were in the shitter and they were like, okay, you need this like fancier, nicer medicine um, because you're not absorbing any of the thyroid like hormone, the artificial thyroid hormone. And so they went to put me on this one after a year and a half of like adjusting dosages, adjusting everything, adjusting diets, cutting things out, adding things in, and nothing was working. I just like had a year and a half where I had n- no absorption. And so we moved to this other medicine and my insurance was like, did you try enough? Did you try long enough? We're not going to pay for this other medicine. So now I have to special order it from Mississippi. <laughs> the cheapest place in the country for me to order it from Mississippi? and pay for it out of pocket. It's like $150. Oh, 
oh, thank God it's like somewhat. I mean, that's not that's affordable. For, for yeah, me. it's yeah. like, man. Oh, I should add to, um, it also doesn't make any sense, you guys. Like, none of this makes any sense because the amount of treatment that I had to go through with just like, and with Megan saying, like, like all this money that's spent, like, going through all these things, at the end of the day, after a year and a half for me, um, it was one medic, one specific type of medication that I had to take to um, solve a very real condition that I actually had that was not a UTI. And then that was it. It wasn't an STD either. I should point that out. Well, kind of. But anyway, It doesn't matter if it was. Like, it happens. Not that well, it is. And- I'm not confirming that it is. I didn't say <laughs> it. Literally. Because, like, I'm the only person in my family that's never had the clap. Oh, really? Interesting. Like, everyone else in my family at some point, including grandparents, have had the clap. And I'm the only one that's never had it because I've been with the same person since I was a young person. But- yeah. That yeah no it was um well what was so what's so interesting though is like what it was was uh um I don't uh uh if you're if anyone's interested you want to look it up it was called Euro well I can't even say it I don't even know how to say it correctly but it was like a um I looked it up and it's it's like a it's it is an infection so technically it is a urinary tract infection, but not really because the antibiotics that they give you for those are like different. This one acted as a virus. It like operates like a virus, not like a, um, like a normal UTI. So you need like a very specific medication to get rid of it. But the way that it felt, I looked it up and what the little like picture of it looks like when you zoom it in on a microscope is exactly what it felt like. This is graphic. So if you don't like, um, graphic medical stuff don't listen for the next couple seconds but what it felt like was like like every now and then it would feel like so, like i just had a pipe cleaner in my urethra for no reason like just out and out like i would just be going out and you know if you're a woman and you've had a this is definitely a different kind of episode we're doing today if you're if you're a woman you've probably had a uti you know what a uti feels like you've been there you've done that you understand you do the cranberry juice you 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 know um, this wasn't like that. I would be like literally going about my day and then all of a sudden someone's like stabbing me <laughs> and then I would just have persistent stabbing pains for like an hour and then it would go away <clears throat> and it would get really bad at night and I would just like cry and not know what was happening. Thought I was going to have to go on disability, all this stuff for a year and a half, two weeks. And then it was gone just from being on the right medication. It's so stupid. But the point was, is that when I looked it up, the little guy, the like what it is when you zoom in is exactly what it felt like. It looked like a... Remember the, sh- the movie Tremors? It was like that. Oh, like I nodded. Te- sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> creepy, creepy. This is not our first long in the podcast past. recorded with like the video. video. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. not true except for that one. That one that was for YouTube that yeah. you don't... That you guys don't have. Well, Patreon <sighs> still has it. Pa- oh, God. Well, I'm already embarrassed. It, it's so hilarious that we talked about Jessa Reed being open and vulnerable in Mormon and the Method when I just now I'm realizing like I just shared one of my most personal stories. Do you want to know about what I my, think one of the worst feelings in the world? I'm just going to add to it. One of the worst it. feelings yeah, yeah. in the world is when you pee, but then it feels like you still have to pee, but there's nothing else to pee. And like you're like, does that ever happen to you? Every time. That's my mom and, and I so have that. Miserable. Yeah. Yep. I hate that. I also don't. Like, um, like, you know, a normal person will just pee and then it's like a lot of pee. That's not, that's never how it is for me. It's always like a trickle. But I also think that part of that might be from like literal scar tissue from that the yeah. tremor existing in my 
urethra yeah. for a year and a half because incompetent <laughs> insurance companies. <laughs> Oh, Fuck our God. healthcare system. Fuck it so bad. Seriously, there are so, and especially with women, because when I was going through that, even my gynecologist was like, "Sorry, hun, this is just how the system is rigged, and I don't like it yeah. either." And there's just such an acceptance of like, "Oh no, they're they're not going to acknowledge that you know something's wrong with your body, and you're just going to have to deal with it." It's like, what? Yeah, that's why I am. The amount of times that I've been dismissed because I'm overweight. And everything's just because I'm a fat or it's like my period or everything's because I'm a fat. I'm a fat. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a rotund person. <laughs> I'm five foot three and I'm round. So therefore the reason I have any issue. <laughs> I'm a rotund. Oh my God. Um, that's funny. Or like, um, I, the first time I ever had, have you ever had an ocular migraine? No, I've never had a migraine. Oh, my God. You lucky bitch. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I have a migraine every day of my life. Oh. Um, anywho, an ocular migraine, basically, like, your your vision turns into, like, a kaleidoscope, and then it blurs, and then you go blind. Kind of. Um, and it is miserable and terrible. And the first time it ever happened, I was at, at work, and it was terrifying because I was like, okay, first and foremost, I was told when I was in high school that I'm like gradually going blind. I will go blind because like my my eyes are flattening. Um, so instead of being round, they're getting flatter. And um, that's scary. But then I, all of a sudden I went blind at work and I was like, oh, it's happened. I'm blind now. And it was really emotional. But then I came back and um, it happened again that same day as I was driving home from because at the time I worked in an office. And so I drove to the hospital because I have gone blind now twice in one day. And um, they basically acted like I was lying and uh, then they were like, oh, it's an ocular migraine. It's nothing. This is not nothing. It's scary. It's terrifying. Yeah, dude. That's like, yeah. Well, and we were talking about this too, because like, we, I don't think I said this. This was the whole reason I brought this point up. Remember how you said that you developed the goiter that like calcified? And then they were like, mm -hmm. oh, now we have to acknowledge that something's wrong. Well, as I was going through that whole process with the freaking gyno where she's like, just come back and we'll document it. We'll document it. Eventually, I started peeing blood like just straight blood and then went into the doctor it was like here's your sample and they were yeah. like this is not good you need to come in immediately for all the tests and to see a specialist and i'm like oh you think, no shit you think you think we, we really have to get here but um yeah it's like like uh the the way that our system is so dependent on evidence of symptoms as opposed to what we say, like, this is my experience. And I know that this is happening. It's like, no, but we need to see it. We don't, we know that you are having it or experiencing it, but we need to physically see what you're talking about. Otherwise we don't know that it's true. It's like, what? That's so dumb. <laughs> I'm the person in my body have like experiencing the thing. I know that it's true because I'm experiencing it now and I'm telling you and they're like, yeah, but we don't, there's no, we need measurements. We do. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I'm very thankful to not currently be any sort of uh, medical crisis. So grateful that something that um, 
yeah, a practice that I that I could definitely do more with. We probably both could just being great. Well, actually, you do this more than I do, but just being grateful for health, just my physical body working. Oh, I'm super yeah. grateful for health every day because I've had phases where like I have a migraine that lasts for literally weeks on end and it gets so bad that I can't see. So like every day I'm like, oh, hey, I'm, I have a very mild migraine or no pain and it's super awesome. Um, but I practice a lot of gratitude all of the time because even with, with small stuff, like my coworker and I were complaining to each other about some work stuff and it went from like, oh my gosh, like we're like, we really need help and we're like, we're struggling and there's no right answer. And then like, they take care of like, and by the end of it, it was like, we're so grateful for this job because like, they take such good care of us and they're, they're so accommodating and so sweet. And like, everybody gets a flexible schedule because I asked for it and like just little things. And I love, I love when things, and I get grateful for, okay, I'm just rambling, but um, like yesterday I had to run errands after work. And one of my favorite things to do as an adult human that can drive is, because um, I live in a small town, so every road leads back to my house, basically, in some form or fashion. And my favorite thing to do is to leave from one direction, make a circle around my town, and then come back to my house from a different direction. So like I've made a perfect circle. Well, it's usually like an oval. Um and that's one of my favorite things. And then I came home and I was like, guess what? I got to make a circle. And it's, it makes Aaron so much fun. And I plan them out so they make the circle. Do you get to see it on your maps that you've driven in the circle? Because that well, would be fun. I usually don't use maps if I'm like running to CVS and then. Or not even that, like, um, uh, like my Fitbit would do this. I found so many Fitbits when I was moving and they're all dead. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just get new ones often for like Christmas and stuff and they collected, but um, you can turn it on and it will start tracking where you are. Like if you're, you could be like, I'm running or I'm walking or I'm biking and it will like on the Fitbit, blah, 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 on the Fitbit app, it will show you. Yeah. You know, you've seen people do that like with proposals and stuff. Well, they'll write like, marry me, like biking through the city or whatever, which that, I mean, that would be, that would take some planning. I don't ever do proposal videos like where people, like people post their proposals and they, like, it's a whole thing. And I don't really care about those, but I did see one, one time that I wish someone would have done it for me is they wrote and created a video game like they created the video game and then at the end of the game it was the proposal so the like if i partners, love that had to play the whole video game to get to the proposal and they had no idea it was a proposal and it was just like so cool i just and want for it. someone to do that like that because i don't even care about gifts i want the act of like you did this thing so like i would value so much more than like hey i bought you this like brand new ipad or whatever the thing is. I don't give a shit. I want the gift where it's like every day for a year, I wrote one thing that I was grateful for that day about like our relationship or you as a person. And then I'd be like, that's the sweetest thing anyone's ever done for me. The thought and effort. Yeah. yeah. The thought and effort that goes into it. When I left my job at the clinic, they gave me like everybody wrote a little note and they put it on a tree. Um, and that was really sweet. I actually still have them. Um, I've been, I save them so that on, uh, and it's been over a year now, but, um, 
I just want to own something out loud to the universe because you made me think of it when you were like, I don't like post my proposal videos or anything. Megan, I have been engaged three times and I posted this shit out of every single every single engagement on social media. And I, it just occurred to me that there are um, people that have <coughs> been my friend for a long time, like since high school, that have seen that. And I was just thinking, huh, like I just put myself in their shoes for a minute and then be like, hmm. That would be interesting to view that as an outsider. Um, I also like that I've been on both sides of it, though. I've been proposed to and also been the one proposing. And uh, yeah, I share all my shit. Well, not so much now. Actually, now I've stepped back quite a bit, but I used to and still very much am someone that like one of my love languages is just oversharing things on social media for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It feels good. I like it. I don't know. I like I like it when my partner wants to to blast me out there for the world to see. And I like doing the same. I don't know. And I know that like, um, like I've been straight up told like to my face by people I love and care about like that. Why are you doing that? That's fake. That's stupid. Like blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I don't know. It feels good in the moment. Who cares? I mean, I don't care. <laughs> I struggle with social media though. I still have the same profile picture on everything from a haircut that I got like four years ago. Do you know, I wish I could be that person. Like, I literally wish I could be that person. I see those. I see the people that don't change it. And I'm like, how do you not change it? I, I change mine all the time. Uh, but it, same with like the vibe, right? Like, or even with the doctor and the TikTok feed. So it like matches my, yeah. How do you do that? Oof. I just don't Something. care. Like I've thought about, like, I don't use Facebook at all, but I I like look at other people because my, my childhood best friend uses Facebook like a diary. And I'm not, like, trying to call you out. If you listen to this, you don't listen to my podcast. I know. But if you do listen to this one day, I'm not calling you out. But you do use Facebook, like, pretty pretty openly. And it's because you love to share about your life. And that's super cool. But I think about my life and what I would share is, like, updates. And I don't know. Your friend can be like, yeah, your podcast is your diary, bitch. <laughs> yeah, my podcast is my diary, bitch. Yeah, I prefer to share in different ways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My podcast is my I diary. I prefer to edit and produce my diary. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'd like <laughs> to share my trauma with like editing and like mm -hmm. I can cut out the ums and whatever. But <sighs> isn't that what's interesting? Like it that to me always, um, I don't know. The judgments to me, especially with the social media are always just fascinating because I was always someone that um, – would see people like quote unquote overshare on social media or whatnot and be like, oh, like I want to be like, I want to be with someone that I love so much that I just can't help myself, but like oversharing. And I understand, like, I've also been in the situation where I was doing that because I was trying to convince myself of something. And I've also been the person that's done that because it feels so good, you know? And, uh, and to me, it's just interesting, like, how people have judgments and opinions about that because who ca like who cares either no, way because you either don't way. know yeah. and you can never know like you're never going to know as the I mean unless you're my uh best friend who can apparently just understand my internal instincts even when I don't understand them but like unless you're her you're not going to be able to look at what someone's doing and understand like the internal reasonings behind it so it's interesting that we then form judgments about it um myself included this isn't going anywhere. This topic is not going anywhere. I was just thinking I had a, a flash, a moment of being on the outside, looking at me and my social media presence in my life, because prior to about three months ago, I lived my life very publicly on social media, like very 
publicly and just recently kind of stopped doing that. And uh, how interesting that would be to see. I feel like to get to know me, you have to subscribe to the very exclusive club and get approved. <laughs> and um, it's free of charge, but it comes with like a <laughs> lot of baggage. Oh, no. There's What's something wrong? in my there's I don't know there's been something in my water this whole time. Oh no! I don't is know. It what that fly is it the fly that Scoots was getting earlier? No, it kind of looks like a seed that's germinated. It's very strange. I don't know what that is, or like a piece of dry oatmeal. I don't know. It's corn. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, I yeah, just yeah. Now I'm that I'm similar in that way in like the subscription. Th- like now, <laughs> unless you're like literally subscribed, like unless you're on Patreon or listening to an hour of us talking on a podcast, you're probably not going to be able to find out much about my personal life because everything on TikTok is um, pretty, I don't know, Would you, is is my TikTok general or do I, am I personal on there? I feel like it's mostly energy stuff. I think it's mostly energy stuff. I think that sometimes you're personal, like you talk about like gratitude for experiencing things or like you always wanted this thing and now you have it, especially with the moon because you've been really grateful for this whole experience. Right. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I want to post TikToks again. I used to, I used to post a bunch of them. Well, a bunch for me. Um, but I think my last one was me making the observation that I'm unable to consume media without analyzing every aspect of the media. Uh, and then I just disappeared. What if you analyzed it on TikTok? That would be fun. Yeah. I mean, not be. like judging people, but just like no, making notes. No, my analysis with media has nothing to do with judgment at all. So I'm like, <laughs> say you're watching a TV show. I'm thinking about like, where are those cameras placed within the room to get these three different angles? And did they have to do multiple takes? And um, thinking about like the Foley artists making the sounds and then thinking about the writers in the room and like... They probably were thinking of like this specific arc and the way that that arc had to go. So this person had to have this confrontation with this person, but maybe they were unaware of how this arc was going to turn and like thinking from like the writer's perspective or like um, Marvelous Miss Maisel, they um, turned that comic into a show on HBO and they have some of the coolest like motion graphics and it's like thought bubbles and really cool things. And then I think about like how cool it'd be to, to be the artist that gets to create that and how they're like taking the animation and merging it into like the footage and how like did they how many different like wireframes they had to do of like how to get that shot. That's what I'm thinking about. And that's how I watch TV. It's very annoying for anyone else, I would imagine. And yet you haven't created, like, I'm just, how are you not a producer of, like, a show or a movie? Because, like, I don't know, it seems like you understand all the components. I want to, like, I just see, like learning put about it all together. It. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think that, I think that my series, I think that whenever the energy is unblocked and I'm ready to, like, do the thing, I think the ultimate thing, way that I can start it is... Um, I have like this bucket list of projects that I want to do that like I documented and sent to you a while ago. I think that I the series to get me going to get into the habit of it of doing whatever the fuck I want to do should be me going through that bucket list of of projects and doing them. So it's stuff like um, I want to write a cookbook. I want to photograph and do like food photography. 
of the cookbook. Um, I want to test the recipes, obviously, for the cookbook. And then I want to design the layout of the cookbook. So I don't have to make a cookbook. Let's be honest. I don't have to like spend three years perfecting recipes, but I could do like a, a curated collection of my like fall favorites. And it's like three recipes. And then the video could be the process of me like picking the recipes, finalizing them, preparing them, then the photograph, like the photography and like the food styling and the behind the scenes where you're like, look at the back of this burger. That's like actually two pickles on the very edge and all of these toothpicks, you know, ah! or, or you could, you could even just be cook one thing. Yeah. Just one thing. It doesn't even have to be uh, multiple things. It can and literally just be one thing. Yeah. 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 Well, the, I would want to do the table of contents and stuff, though, because, like, you know. Yeah. Um, and then you can buy it on my website for two ninety nine. Yeah. it's. I think that uh, it makes so much sense for you that there would be blockages because the energy is so big. Like, there's so much. Yeah. There's so many things. It's like, how do you get your human self to understand and comprehend that all of these things are possible. Um, and then the human self is like, well, it's not, and it can't be, look at me. I have a full-time job and I'm married and I have these passion projects on the side that take up all of my time that I'm not spending with my yeah. family or working. Yeah. It's but like, it could be bucket list things too, though. It could be like the journey to like, um, one of my bucket list items is to have a piece in a gallery, like art like an art piece in a gallery. So it's my like journey to get a piece in a gallery. So like I make the piece, I hate the piece, I make a new piece, I like do more research on other galleries, I go tour some galleries, I talk to an owner. I'm not going to record me talking to an owner. I cannot record myself in public. I'm not there yet. Maybe like five years from now. I don't know. I watch the women doing, making like the dancing TikToks in public, not like literally watching them as they're making them, but watching the some other people recording them and all i can think is like goals like yeah to, oh to my gosh that would be that so confident. incredible mm -hmm. i'm not judging and, them at all i think that's awesome i just i would feel so awkward like i feel awkward just talking on the phone in my car next to someone else well i don't know how people like people will even do um when i was in tahoe no it wasn't for my birthday it was after it was when i was there during the summer which by the way side note do I have this? Okay, I'm just going to tell you guys the cliff notes. Um, when I was setting up my altar, I found. Are you ready? I'll be for right this? Back. Oh, shit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But we're not editing it. We're not editing it. So, no, we're not. And you'll get to hear this story after because I'll tell yeah. it while you're peeing. Yeah. Um, the you guys so when i was cleaning out oh well, this is weird now i have to talk to nobody because megan's not here this is this is random this is strange but side note she also has a hammock chair so i'm watching her hammock chair swing as she's gone that's kind of funny um okay what's my point my point is i went to <laughs> to clean out my my stuff for my altar on my hutch and i found a hmm, affirmation that I had written where I am thanking the universe for allowing me to spend time in, excuse me, I was thanking Tahoe. It was a letter to Tahoe. It was like a love letter to Tahoe. And I was thanking Tahoe for allowing me to spend time in the summer with her. And, uh, and that I was just so grateful that I was able to spend my time there and thank you so much. And that was before I ever even made plans to go there. Um, 
which is just bananas because I didn't know that that was going to happen. I did not know that that was going to happen when I wrote that. And I forgot that I had written that until I found it. And uh, you won't know what I'm talking about until you listen to it back. But hello, welcome back. Hi. <laughs> it's kind of fun, though, because I'm like, we're acknowledging that the audience is part of this and you're like doing it for them. And I just went away. I'm out of yeah, I was talking Never about am. how your, your hammock chair was swinging and I thought that was fun. I was like, oh, I get to see the whole thing now. Did you see all of the pillows that I've shoved in it? Yes, quite <laughs> a few so pillows. so cozy and comfy. And I keep buying new pillows for the bed because I'm trying to find the perfect pillow. Uh, let me know when you find one because uh, my partner's been having neck issues. I'm currently on the purple pillow. Like, you know, the purple mattress. Yeah, I do actually. It's expensive it's- as fuck. It's amazing. I just got it last week and it was $140 for a pillow. Yeah, but you know, so I had a I mean a mattress salesperson told this to me, so take that with a grain of salt cuz in the in the aftermath of that, like now that I understand narcissistic abuse and gaslighting and like emotional abuse and all of that. I think back to the first time I ever went to a mattress store and like the, the bullshit they used on me. And I'm like, Oh, what a manipulative fuck. Like that is so messed up. Like the shit they were telling me didn't even, um, Oh my gosh. Like I crossed my legs at one point. This woman was like, lay down on a bed. And I did. And I crossed my legs and she's like, that means you have a hip problem. Are you uh, like, you can just tell that they were given a script of like leading questions and then just like master manipulate. Anyways, mattress salespeople. So um, they told me, so like probably just manipulation, but they did say that, uh, you know, everyone thinks that it's about the mattress, the mattress, the mattress, but 50%, if not more, I think it was like 80% is your pillow. And like being, and so it was how they allowed me to feel comfortable spending way too much money on a pillow. Yeah. But also that makes logical sense because think about it, like your neck and your cervical spine, like if you're not, if you, if you have the support for your, for your back, but you don't have the support for your cervical spine, that is a gigantic deal that can mess everything up. So, um, I struggle with pillows because like I sleep with pillows in a very specific way. So I don't sleep with a pillow like ooh snoozy snoozy i don't know why like the vampire thing but you know i'm sleeping and um, i i've got a pillow hold on i can show you for the visual aspect for for Lisa. so hey I sorry i just realized we should post this video to oh should we post this video to patreon i don't know i don't know, I don't know. Ooh, we'll talk okay. about that later <clears throat> is that the purple pillow no, this is this is just the this is the pillow before the purple pillow. Okay, I'm standing. Okay, so I've got the pillow. <gasps> Ooh, I like your microphone stand. Sorry, I'm watching. Um, and I take the pillow, I shove it into the like crick of my neck, as like close to it as I can get, and then I squeeze it like this, and that's Aww. how I sleep. I do that too. <laughs> do Do you always sleep on your side? Um, so we have like a. <laughs> <laughs> there goes our hammock chair <laughs> we have a system so i lay on my partner and i get my head scratchies because i'm spoiled um and then we like rotate and we do an up hand thing like this uh-huh. <laughs> we hold hands up here and then he rolls and he's the little spoon and then after a while i roll to my other side and uh, we do toe touchies 
Oh, I love that. That's my favorite. That's my favorite sleeping separate, but then having the toe touches, you know, I will say too. Uh, so a couple of things, my partner's now commuting, uh, multiple days a week to work in a different County because we moved and I found sleeping by myself a couple nights a week does wonders for my mental health for whatever reason, actually, probably cause I'm a manifester in human design. That's like a thing. Um, manifestors and projectors should have alone time to sleep, but, um, but w- I don't know why I felt the need to say that. If you're if you're contem- if you're if you have a partner out there and you're contemplating sleeping alone a couple times a month because you want to experiment with that, I highly recommend it. It it literally like um my energy is different because of that. And um and then also we decided we're no longer going to have sides of the bed. We're just going to like what do you think you'd be how do you feel about that? Cuz that's a new thing that we're going to try out. Just like mixing it up. The we'll only thing that I would think would be a up. concern, like I don't care who's on what side of the bed, but the like our bedside tables have vastly different items. So my bedside table is full of icy hot and glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. I have I have a collection of icy hot because um, I have like issues. Even like here in front of me, I have CBD lotion that's for pain relief. And some fucking asper cream roll on that's like rosemary mint scented. <laughs> um, any sort of pain relief creams like are awesome for me, but Icy Hop is the creme de la creme because that smell, something about that smell for me is incredible. Like how people like likes the the subway bread smell. That's how I feel about Icy Hot. Um, anywho, I have a bunch of it in my side table. And then his side table is full of like sinus medication and stuff. So, well, the reason we actually decided this is because we only have one. There's oh, only well, room in the bedroom for one. And it was like, well, who gets the side with the side table? And it was like, wait, there will be no sides. We'll just switch it up, which is especially easy to do now that um, there's a couple nights a week that he's not even here because it's less of like a routine of like being on a certain side. But um, <clears throat> I've been with partners where we had one side only. I've, I've lived with every partner I've ever been with. So, um, <laughs> I am definitely a codependent serial monogamous. I know myself. Um, but yeah, I've been with partners where we had assigned sides. And then I've also been in ones where it switched up. And I think I prefer switching it up. We'll see. We'll see. I also have to pee. And I feel like this is a good, this is a good time yeah. to so call we're, it. Because we'll keep, we'll keep. We'll, we'll just keep, keep going. going. We will. This is what we've been doing. We have talked for like four hours. <laughs> like, don't yeah, definitely. Um, so I hope this episode was good. Um, all of those conversations to editor Megan will be a mute point because I'm just going to immediately download this and put it into the editing stuff and post it. So if you no, were I think to we this- were we were talking to listening back Megan, yeah. who is editor Megan, because you're going to be listening to it with that editing. I think that's why yeah. she's so present. Because yeah. So if you're listening to this on Friday, August twenty sixth, twenty twenty two, this was just recorded. Oh wait, shit! You're posting it today. Yeah. Oh fuck, that's fun. Oh yeah. fuck, oh that's fun for me. <gasps> wait, we get to. Oh shit. Oh, now I'm nervous. I talked about embarrassing things in this episode. Oh god. Hey, that's what we decided. Are you going back <sighs> right now to edit no, and edit? No, no, I'm not because this is what's unblocking our energy. It's good. It's good for us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, quick, do it. Do All it right, before we change it. our mind. All right. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Have a good weekend, and that's 
sorry you're welcome i don't know Uh, bye Bye.